You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Please welcome my guest, 11-year-old Johanna Cologne. Am I, am I saying your, your last name properly? It, Cologne. Cologne? Cologne. Cologne. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure I say it correctly. Okay, 11-year-old Johanna Cologne from Raleigh, North Carolina. She's a YouTuber who was well-known for her performance of Aretha Franklin's Respect in 2015. And she has appeared in The Guest Book, Troop Zero, Euphoria, and Feel the Beat. Johanna, welcome to Murder Speaks. So... Um, thank you so much for joining us. Now, I really want to start off, before I ask you any questions, start off by saying that my daughters, Ashley and Haley, and their friend Jody, absolutely love you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were super excited when I told them that we were going to be, that you were going to be on my show, and they were super excited, and we just watched Feel the Beat a few days ago, so, and it was awesome. We really enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. No, you're very welcome. Yeah, so we're a dance family. All of my kids are, two of my daughters are in competitive dance. So that's one of the main reason why we were looking forward to watching Feel the Beat. But then, you know, we also enjoyed your performances and everything. So that was good. Yeah, I can't do competition. Pardon? Yeah, I can't do competition. Oh, don't sell yourself short. You never know. You're a good dancer. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so I'll just ask you a few questions so we can learn a little bit more about you, okay? So... Uh where was Feel, Feel the Beat filmed? What city? Um, it was filmed in Toronto, Canada. Oh, it was in Toronto. I'm actually from Canada. That's where I'm calling from. That's where you're calling. Really? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm from Toronto. Well, I'm not from Toronto, but I'm, I'm very close to Toronto. So, Are you on the New York side? No, I'm on the. I'm actually from in Hamilton. So I'm closer to uh-huh. Toronto. Yeah, so like, it's really cool that it was filmed there. Now, I know dancing is nothing new to you. Um, obviously, but how long did it take you to learn the dances and feel the beat? Um, well, we were there for three months and like the whole first month was hardcore exercising and choreograph and some of the dances we learned like in between like shootings, like we had one week to, to learn it and then we have to go do it on stage. Oh, cool. That's so cool. Okay. What was your favorite scene to film in feel the beat? You can't do that to me. Uh, I, love yeah. I know there's probably a lot of them, but yeah. <laughs> you have to pick just one, which is probably really hard to do. <laughs> uh, it looked like a pretty fun movie to do, but I, I wish I could do that movie. <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. It was. We had a lot of fun on stage and off stage. But I have to say my favorite scene to shoot was the um, the flower dance. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah the lyrical one. Nice. <laughs> oh, what did you love most about being in Feel the Beat? Yeah, I was about to say, were you going to say who you love the most? I was like, no, no, no. I'm not going to ask you that because that's not a fair question. <laughs> but what did you love most about being in Feel the Beat? Like, what was your most favorite thing in Feel the Beat? Like, what, what did you love most, like, most about it? I loved hanging out with my friends on stage and off stage. We did a lot of things. We, um, we would dance in the trailers, in each other's trailers. I got recall the memories <laughs> no that's okay we, take your time yeah we did um we did some picnics we had dance parties nice and me and lydia were in the same apartment so we would go down to where the pool is and uh 
Which one's Lydia? Just just refresh my um, memory. and Carrie. Okay. Cool. Watching the movie, it looked like you guys had a lot of good chemistry. Like watching yeah. it looked like you guys got got along really well together and stuff. Yeah, well we were there for three months, so we had to like each other. Oh, it took three <laughs> months to make it took three months to put it all together? Yeah, we were there for three months. Uh nice. I don't know why, but it was really fun. Oh, I'm sure. That's awesome. What is your favorite role ever played? Like, ever. I know you've been in a, a, quite a few things, so if you had to pick one thing, what was your most favorite thing? <laughs> your favorite what? role played and why? <laughs> why are you doing it to me? Oh, why you to keep it interesting. <laughs> now you're going to make me think. <laughs> yep, you got to think, girl. <laughs> Smith and Lucia were my favorite. Pardon? Cute. Smash and Lucia, but I had, um, off stage, I had more fun, uh, um, uh, with Feel the Beat, but, um, on stage, I had more fun with Smash. Nice. Okay. That wasn't that hard. <laughs> okay. So, and, and how do you prepare for a role? Well, I take lots of improv lessons. Nice. And to Feel the Beat, I did a lot of dance classes before I went. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. And this is just a random question. What is your favorite movie? <laughs> oh, I like, okay, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll make it easy for you. I'll answer that first. My favorite movie is Mean Girls. Absolutely love Mean Girls. <laughs> I haven't seen that. It's really good. <laughs> so if we had to pick one movie, which, which, what, what movie would you say is your favorite? What kind of movies do you like? Do you like comedies? Do you like... I like... Uh, I like all of them, really. Yeah, no specific genre. Just as long as it's good acting and it's funny or whatever, then you're... It's all good. Yeah, mostly like musicals, too. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. What made you want to become an actress, Johanna? Well, I saw all these... The adults do it, like, in the movies. And I thought... They're giving out their own special messages every role they play and i want to do that too how does school work with your schedule like are you still doing school and stuff well i'm homeschooled oh nice okay that makes sense and so we have to do school work <laughs> yeah, i know my daughter doesn't like school either she's actually um she's 13 well she's 12 to be 13 very soon oh, i'm turning 12 yeah yeah I have, I have a daughter your age i have i actually have five children and my oldest is eleven, is twelve. My second oldest is eleven. She's exactly your age, and she oh, actually wow. likes school. But my older kid, my older, my twelve year old, doesn't like school at all. She says her favorite part of school is being with her friends. <laughs> oh, I'm homeschooled, so my teacher's my mom, so she can beat me if she wants to. <laughs> That's it. Got to keep you in line, right? <laughs> so if you don't go to school, like, do you talk? To, do you, do you see your friends like online and stuff? Yeah, we do group FaceTimes and then solo FaceTimes. Cool. It's pretty much it. Yeah, social media and stuff, right? Also, with this COVID-19 going around, I guess that's kind of been the norm lately, right? To talk online because you couldn't see anybody? (laughs) Yeah, well, some of my um, my dance friends that I did Heathers with, um, we we normally just do texting and facetiming oh nice okay cool so are you working on any current projects right now 
Yes, I am. I'm working on a cartoon, but I can't say anything. Okay, no problem. I won't press you for that. <laughs> what advice would you give someone trying to or aspiring to become an actress? Take improv lessons. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and why is that important? Because you don't know, like, when I was filming Trip Zero, Smash was all improv. Hey. I have to watch that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that movie. You go watch it. It's a good one. I am. I'm definitely going to watch it now, for sure. Like I said, I really enjoyed Feel the Beats. And I watched Euphoria, too. I seen you in Euphoria. That was really cool. Thank um, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so... Johanna, where can everybody find you online? Like, I know you're on Twitter because I'm following you. <laughs> where can everyone find you online besides Twitter? Well, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and my account is I'm Johanna Godon. Nice, nice. And you want to tell everybody your, your Twitter name just in case they don't know what it is? It's all I'm Johanna Godon. Oh, okay. Awesome. Okay, well, Johanna, thank you so much for joining us today on Murder Speaks. Really, really enjoyed chatting with you. Looking forward to watching Troop Zero. I'm definitely going to watch it. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome, and you have a wonderful day. And thank you, thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. But let's get back to this week's true crime story. Today's real crime story is about 16-year-old Teresa Burns from Mishawaka, Indiana. January 11th, 1988. It's almost 5.30 and Teresa's brother arrives home. He hears the phone ringing and it happens to be his seven-year-old brother. He was upset because Teresa didn't pick him up. After he got off the phone with his seven-year-old brother, he noticed Teresa lying on the floor. She was found half naked and her shirt was pulled over her head. Her panties were ripped and she was surrounded in blood. Teresa was shot six times four times in the face. Her brother called 911. The victim was uh, lying at the bottom of the stairs, face up. She had been face down when her brother discovered her, but he rolled her over to check her. Uh, a lot of blood. The police survey the area. They notice there's no forced entry, but the doors were unlocked. Teresa's mother tells the police that Teresa left school early that day to go home and change her clothes. She went to the nurse's office and asked permission to leave. She rode the bus home about 10.30. While surveying the crime scene, the detectives find an ejector rod on the floor. Ballistic testing confirms the ejector rod came from a 22 caliber handgun. Teresa's older brother was interviewed by the police and his alibi was confirmed. The police learn that Teresa was dating a boy at her school and he was not in school the day of Teresa's murder. He was suspended from school. He tells police he never left his house that day. He tells police that he talked on the phone with Teresa between 10.30 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. that day. He tells police that while he was on the phone with Teresa, he heard the doorbell ring. And then Teresa told him that she had to go because whoever was at the door had to use the phone. Before she hung up, he heard the doorbell ring again. And that was the last time he heard from her. His mother confirmed to police that he was at home and he never left. Teresa's neighbor saw Teresa let a young man in her home between 10.30 and 11 a.m. of average build and height and brown hair. So it appeared Teresa's boyfriend was telling the truth and he was ruled out as a suspect. The neighbor helped detectives create a composite sketch that was released to the media. 
One day, a man walked into the station to turn in a 22 caliber gun. The gun was missing the ejector rod, which quickly got their attention. He tells police that he found the gun in the bushes, but the police didn't believe him. He then tells police that it was found in his stepson's bedroom, so he brought it to the police station. His stepson's name is Philip Jeans. He dated Teresa's best friend. The case was worked for over 20 years. The ballistics test confirmed the gun was brought to the police station. The ballistics test confirmed that the gun that was brought to the police station is the one that killed Teresa. In 2013, they arrested Philip Jeans. He was Teresa's classmate at Mishawaka High School. Apparently, he was obsessed with her. The police are not sure if Philip followed her home from school, but they know he's the one who rang her doorbell while she was on the phone with her boyfriend. The jury found him guilty of murder, and he was sentenced to 60 years in prison. I cannot believe it took so long. So for like 25 years, this guy got away with it. But I'm so glad that even though it took that long, that Teresa's family finally got justice for her murder. Okay, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, that's crystal with a K, for some murder merch. I sell t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, and tank tops. Free shipping on all orders, so check it out. Check out my other podcast, 100% Brandy, a podcast I do with my husband. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye.